0: Democrats are attempting to turn the Supreme Court into a campaign issue after decades of seeing Republican candidates rally voters to reshape the court with conservatives. Some Democratic presidential candidates are making promises. Here's Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders.
1: I will not appoint anyone to the United States Supreme Court unless that man or woman is prepared to defend Roe v. Wade.
0: Joining me is Sahil Kapoor, Bloomberg News National Political Correspondent. Sahil, what's driving this focus on the Supreme Court?
1: Well, a number of things. Democratic candidates are more and more focused on the Supreme Court as a result of what I would call a perfect storm of events. Now, uh, Roe versus Wade is... Basically, that ruling, um, that holding is at stake at this point, almost half a century after it was uh, decided in 1973. I think with the new conservative Supreme Court, many progressives are worried that that's going to dissipate. There's a lot of anger that uh, remains from Republican leader Mitch McConnell's refusal to let President Obama fill a Supreme Court seat in 2016 for the last 10 months of his presidency. So there are a number of things that are uh, waking up Democratic voters to the importance of the Supreme Court in ways that we haven't seen in, frankly, decades.
0: You mentioned Senator Mitch McConnell, who helped transform the Supreme Court to, with President Trump. But with a sen- if the Senate is still controlled by McConnell, how can a Democratic president get liberal justices on the court when he might do the same thing again?
1: Well, they're not conceding that they won't win the Senate uh, majority in the 2020 election. Democrats are not conceding that. But of course, if McConnell remains Majority Leader, then that's going to have a big impact on what the potential next Democratic president can do in terms of appointing justices. There may be some uh, moderate figures that you know uh, get allowed a vote in a McConnell-led Senate, but some of the more progressive types that um, advocates want will have a very hard time getting through.
0: Are any of the candidates going as far as to support packing the court, which you know, adding new, ju- adding a number of justices, or limiting the terms of the justices?
1: Yes. Well, there are several candidates who have expressed openness to that idea. Most recently, Senator Kamala Harris of California, who is uh, one of the one of the high polling contenders in this massive field. There are others like uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg and Beto O'Rourke that have suggested some openness, some willingness to expand the size of the Supreme Court. And again, this is being pushed by progressive activists who believe that the uh, Neil Gorsuch seat was basically stolen from Democrats, from President Obama, by Mitch McConnell's refusal to allow a vote on any nominee.
0: Sahil, so the conservatives basically got what they've been looking for for so many years, a more conservative Supreme Court. So is that issue going to be as important to them come this presidential election as it was in past elections?
1: The issue of abortion, you mean?
0: The issue of changing the
1: court. Ah, well— the anger is in, increasingly on uh, the left end of the spectrum, more so than uh, the conservative end. I think ever since Roe, specifically since the 1980s, when uh, Republicans decided to you know, reach out to evangelicals with, with a uh, very anti-abortion platform, um, conservatives have been more attuned to the Supreme Court and the importance of it at the ballot box. That may be changing. I stress may be changing. We don't know yet, but we are seeing signs that Democrats are more attuned to the importance of the importance of the Supreme Court and the courts at large this election than uh, any other election probably in in any of our lifetimes. It's true.
0: I don't don't remember the last time a, a Democratic presidential candidate really stressed the court. Now, Republicans, as you write, also use the courts to motivate voters in Senate races. Explain what they're doing there.
1: Well, they draw a line, as one uh, source put it to me, between electing Republican senators and electing Republican or uh, appointing Republican appointed judges. You know, they make the accurate point that if you want conservative judges uh, up and down the judiciary, you need a uh, Republican led Senate. And they're correct about that. And this is a level of, uh, you know, communication to voters that Democrats don't really engage in. Democrats, for the most part, as you kind of alluded to, you know, have talked about the courts as much more of an apolitical institution than than, uh, Republicans have.
0: And the lower courts are not as visible as the Supreme Court. But... Trump and McConnell and the judiciary chairman have succeeded in in making them more conservative as well. Is there any indication that Democrats are paying attention to that?
1: There is a lot of indication of that. I mean, starting with the two Supreme Court justices that President Trump has appointed, um, there are 105 other federal judges that this president and Republican-led Senate have installed just in, a, you know, two and a half years of his presidency, it's an extraordinary pace. Uh, most of these are young conservatives in their 40s and 50s, picked with the help of the Federalist Society, which is a group of uh, judicial advocates that wants to dramatically curtail federal power. Some of them don't believe there should be things like federal minimum wage or child labor laws, um, and that those things should be sent back to states. So what they're looking for, what they're trying to do is um, incubate a massive change in the way the courts approach law and, and sharply curtail what uh, the federal government can do as a matter of legislating.
0: Yeah, they're close to flipping some circuits. So, um, Sahil, the Supreme Court could rule on some really controversial cases this upcoming term right in the middle of presidential electioning, electioneering.
1: Correct. Now, the cases that uh, could come up, the issues that could come up uh, are the Affordable Care Act, uh, the constitutionality of that. It would be a major, major case if it lands in uh, on the docket in the midst of the 2020 election. There is a case uh, that could come up on immigration and uh, the validity of the president's decision to end the DACA program for young undocumented people. Um, Also, a case on LGBT rights that could make it up there. Potentially, a case on gun rights even. So, as one uh, Democrat. Democratic activist put it to me next year is going to be an apocalyptic term. that,
0: That is a little bit scary. Thank you so much, Sahil. That's Sahil Kapoor, Bloomberg News National Political Correspondent.